the Pray Fit Podcast with Jimmy Pena, seeing health through the gospel's lens. I wish I could conduct this entire podcast in a British accent, but I'll spare you. Uh, I know that would be far more fulfilling and fun for me than it would be uh, for you. But welcome back to the PrayFit Podcast. I'm Jimmy Pena, the founder of PrayFit Ministries. And why the British accent uh, is because my wife and I spent the better part of the weekend being swept away into the world of Downton Abbey. Don't judge. Nobody judged me, but uh, Downton Abbey, uh, for those that don't know, is a, a once very popular show on PBS that depicts the lives of the aristocratic Crawley family and their servants in the post-Edwardian era. It's, uh, it's quite lovely, quite right. Well, anyway, this might seem humorous for a Pray Fit podcast, but I confess I do have a point. It was something that Lord Grantham said to his daughter about the estate that he had been blessed and charged with upholding. Now, you don't need to know about the show or know who Lord Grantham is to to feel what I'm about to, to share. He said, quote, My fortune is the work of others who labored to build a great dynasty. Do I have the right to destroy their work? I am a custodian, my dear, not an owner. I must strive to be worthy of the task I have been set, end quote. Hmm. Well, when it comes to this wonderful life and the gift of grace and the body God himself built for us to experience it, we are precisely that. We're stewards, servants, protectors, tenants, recipients of a fortune, custodians for a time. Yeah, I may not have royal blood coursing through my veins, nor am I near polished enough to work the servant's hall in Downton, but I do serve at the pleasure of our Lord and Savior. And this body, built by God and designed for me to follow Him, will get my utmost, and I will do it for His renown and not my own. But it takes meekness to serve, and our bodies allow us to do that. But guys, meekness isn't easy. Meekness is deliberate. You know, Max Lucado once wrote, A small cathedral outside of Bethlehem marks the supposed birthplace of Jesus. Behind a high altar in the church is a cave, a little cavern lit by silver lamps. You can enter the, the, the quiet cave where a star embedded in the floor recognizes the birth of the king. Max goes on to say that there's one stipulation, however. You have to stoop. The door is so low that you can't go in standing up. The same is true of Christ, he says. Blessed are the meek, he explained. You can see the world standing tall, but to witness the Savior, you have to get on your knees. While the theologians were sleeping and the elite were dreaming and the successful were snoring, the meek were kneeling. They were kneeling before the one only the meek will see. And that's what we'll do in today's podcast. Let's imagine the doorway to our gym or our studio has somehow been lowered, shrunk to the point that we, the typically upright and able hard chargers, have to stoop. Our new posture, before and after every rep, every stretch, every hold, and every goal that we set, will serve as a reminder that our health and the opportunities to succeed all come from God. Guys, we have nothing in our hands, no grip, 
no nerve, no sinew, no muscle, no motivated mind, no desire in our hearts or fire in the belly, and nothing in the mirror's reflection displaying the byproducts of those intangibles that we did not receive from God. But may we all be warned. For that to happen, and if that happens, there are consequences. It may mean, on the shallow periphery, less success, less strength, endurance, achievement. It may mean, on the invisible soul, that the weight of the opinions of others weighs less. And it may mean that the accepted and the expected competition with yesterday's self is actually less competitive, less fierce, less intense, less obvious. But my prayer for all of us, especially for the pride-filled writer sitting here at this microphone, is that the consequences will be a blessing, uh, one given to those that will inherit the earth. You know, as we look at meekness in this podcast as fitness-minded believers, let's review a quick excerpt, of course, from Tozer. If you heard the last uh, podcast, you know I'm I'm a fan of Tozer. Well, anyway, as it pertains to our health and our pursuit of fitness, listen to what Tozer says about meekness. He says, quote, the meek man is not a human mouse afflicted with a sense of his own inferiority. Rather, he may be in his moral life as bold as a lion and as strong as Samson, but he has stopped being fooled by himself. He has accepted God's estimate of his own life. He knows he is as weak and helpless as God has declared him to be. But paradoxically, he knows at the same time that he is in the sight of God of more importance than angels. In himself, nothing. In God, everything. He knows well that the world will never see him as God sees him, and he has stopped caring. The old struggle to defend himself is over. He has found the peace which meekness brings. End quote. Oh, man. You know, I don't know, but there must be a reason why, as I examine these phrases, that a strange peace comes over me. There has to be a reason why, as I, as I hear them, as they come out of my mouth, that I am even but for a brief second given a deep release as if I'm actually living this way or that I've been given the keys to freedom. My heart buoyed in a sea that so easily causes me to sink. I think that the reason I feel that way is because Jesus truly does call us to his rest. And meekness is the method by which we can, even when it comes to our fitness or our sickness. You know, social media makes me anxious. It always has. I'm not on it much, but I relate social media to walking into a crowded restaurant and listening to every conversation at every table. It's madness, right? And not only that, everyone in the restaurant is doing the same. Or imagine listening to every conversation and song of everyone sharing your daily commute to work. It's crazy. And so here I come, you know, I'm like climbing the on-ramp of the 405 freeway on a tricycle. Oh, be clever, be inspirational, make a difference. Grow, reach more people, keep up, Jimmy, or get run over. Keep up, honk, honk. <laughs> All right. All right, that's, that's pushing it. But it's just one example of the things in life that if we let meekness be our method, we won't care what the world thinks. And if God is pleased, it doesn't matter what the world thinks. And the same goes with our health and our, our bodies. All we want is for God to be pleased, Right? 
I mean, you may not need to exercise meekness when it comes to social media like I do, but what area is God speaking to you about? You know, when Peter and John came across the lame man in the temple gate, Peter said to him, look at us. When the lame man fixed his eyes on them, Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. That's Acts 3 and 6. Now, if you take the time to read that passage, all the people later on saw the man walking and leaping and, 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 and praising God, uh, and they ran to Peter and John in awe. But what Peter said to them should rock our fitness world. He said, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us as though by our own power or godliness, we made this man walk? You know, Peter wanted nothing to do with the credit. He wanted out of the way. Any praise was deflected before it was uttered. The last thing he wanted was for the people to miss the point of the miracle. You know, there's a, there's a temptation of pride there. You know, it's tough for me. It's tough for you. It's tough for many Christians in the fitness industry. We're torn because the most difficult battle for the gifted Christian fitness enthusiast or athlete isn't the work it takes in the gym, but in, but in the aftermath of pride. You know, it's ironic. Peter and John told the lame man to look at them, but they didn't want to be seen. You know, if Christians aren't promoting meekness in the fitness industry, who will? If not you, who? I mean, are we desperate for others to look at us in order to be seen or for them to see Christ? What changes do you and I need to make in order to be seen less? Knowing that God opposes the proud in what ways can you and I follow Peter's example? I mean, we know it's odd for a quote-unquote fitness company to not be about the body. But then again, our health was important to God long before the fitness industry. An industry that needs revolutionaries to rock its world. Revolutionaries who don't want the crowd to miss the point of the miracle. And that's the point of today's podcast. To be a revolutionary, you have to be a servant. To be a servant, you have to stoop. To stoop, you have to be meek. We're stewards, after all. Servants, protectors, tenants, recipients of a fortune, custodians for a time. Quite right. Quite right. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you subscribe, and please be sure to visit me at PrayFit.org. We are the body for the glory of His grace. The PrayFit Podcast with Jimmy Pena. Seeing health through the gospel's lens.